This is episode number 193 of the Rising Man podcast with Blake Fly and Jetty Azuma. Whose podcast is this anyway? Welcome back, Rising Man family. Thank you for joining me here today. This is Jetty Azuma checking in behind the mic for another Rising Man podcast episode. Before I introduce today's guests for the podcast, you'll understand what I mean in a minute. I want to remind you to go check out risingman.org slash ignite. This is where our 12-week online course is accessible to you, a course designed to help you launch forward in your life as a man. We work with values. We work with purpose. We help you clarify your vision, identify and recognize the barriers and blind spots that are keeping you back from being the man that you've always wanted to be. It's all in there, guys. 12 weeks of power-packed content available to you today. So if you've been sitting on the sidelines, if you haven't been making strides forward in your life, this is the best way to get that fire started. All right, guys, this is an interesting one. My guest for today is actually myself because my buddy Blake Fleischacker, aka Mr. Blake Fly, who is a speaker, creator, an extraordinarily thoughtful human being, one of the most thankful and thoughtful people I know, also a devoted and joyful father and husband, basically hijacked the podcast and flipped the table on me for an impromptu interview. (laughs) What started off as a check-in between two buddies about fatherhood turned into a deep dive into my own personal reflections from four days away from my family that I had recently. We discussed some of my biggest takeaways, falling in love with myself all over again, and remembering that I'm actually a pretty good friend and a fun guy when some of my responsibilities are not surrounding me. Blake poked and prodded for the juiciest takeaways of rest and respite from family, so whether you're a father or not, stay tuned for some priceless reflections on life, caring for oneself, and learning to fall in love with yourself all over again. Without further ado, well, myself and Blake Fly. Look at us. Welcome to the made up show. Jetty, buddy. I got on a call with you like 15 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. And the first sentence you tossed at me was the fact that you had a breakthrough experience. You are fresh off of it. You just finished four days solo, not for work, not because you got the flu, but because you chose to invest four days with yourself. And I'm sure you had a plan going in. Maybe it was super rigid. Maybe it was super empty, but there was intention. Now you're back. And while it's fresh and top of mind, I just asked, why don't we make this a, like a micro interview? Because man, you got, you got some gems, some wisdom, some insight. So dude, why'd you go somewhere for four days? Not for work, not for family, not because you were sick even though it is all for work and all for family, but where'd this come from? What prompted it? What was the intention? Uh, man. Well, first of all, just for clarity's sake, I didn't actually go anywhere. My wife took my kids to my in-laws house. So that's uh-huh. one. I got to still be on my home turf, which is different, right? Number two, I can't take the credit for choosing this. In fact, I had a lot of resistance to it. My mm-hmm. wife was like, hey, I recognize that most of your getaways are work-related. 
I want to give you some time. And I almost said no. I, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's the right time. That sounds nice. But yeah, I don't. I, you guys having to drive. I, I was looking for reasons to not accept it. Yeah. Also an interesting bullet point. Huh. And the fact that it's four days, you know, people hear me talk about fasting for four days all the time. It was like a family fast. It's like a res- family and responsibility fast, which is right. a father for the first time in almost six years. I've never done. Mm. I've had time away from my family for up to eight, nine, 10 days at a time, but it's never been with this intention of, I'm not doing this for work. I'm not doing this for ceremony. I'm not doing this to be of service to anyone or anything other than me. And it was remarkably uncomfortable at first, but I settled in really nicely. (laughs) All right. There's a lot here. Sure is. Now, first of all, Was this your awesome wife, Carrie's idea in full? Like she kind of brought it to you like, hey, here's the vision. Or it was something you were both kind of throwing around, trying to find time on a calendar. How did the proposal of these four days get birthed? I guess just a really little bit of backstory is that we had a really wild four months. Everything's happening in force for us right now. Um, I don't need to go into too much detail about it, but damn, we got thrown on the spin cycle three or four times in the past four months. Mm. And in crawling out of it in the past month, we've found that we needed some space, that we often bite off more than we can chew. We fill up our plate because that's just the kind of people we are. So in taking some things off the calendar, we had an open weekend that coincided with something she wanted to do that's nearby her hometown. Mm. And she saw the opportunity and said, hey, I want to give you a weekend to yourself. And she immediately put conditions on it. <laughs> She's like, but the only condition is you're not, a, she didn't say you're not allowed because she knows I don't like when she says that, but she said, I'd like to ask you not to do work all weekend, not yeah. to go and be of service somewhere, but to do what you want to do. And that was when I almost shit my pants because I'm like, I don't know, what do I do? And I just do what I want to do. I was actually, that was my resistance was I was nervous that I wouldn't take, full benefit and advantage of the time. Because you want to do those two things. Oh, yeah. Genuinely. You want to work. You want to be of service. That's who you are. That's what you're about. So that's kind of like not, oh, thank you for making me not have to do the stuff I like hate doing. It's, oh, shoot. Things I love are off the list. So what's still on the list? Yes. Which is a list that I kind of tucked away and put in between the mattress and and forgot that I put there. When I pulled it back out, I was like a kid again. In fact, within 12 hours of my family leaving, one of my closest buddies, you know him, Rowan Tyne, he lives here with us. And he's like, man, he's like, you look like you got younger. (laughs) (laughs) And over the weekend, we spent a lot of time together. He's like, and you're really fun to be around, dude. He's like, I've never gotten to just have fun with you like this. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm telling you, man, I'm actually pretty fun to be around. I'm a pretty good friend when I have time for it. <laughs> so what'd you guys do? Like catch frogs and build stick forts or what? Oh my God, dude. We went and shot billiards down at a dive bar and I don't Sweet. drink, but I, I was sipping on my cran, cran and soda water, but we were <laughs> yeah. shooting billiards, mixing it up with the locals. And then uh, <laughs> what else did we do? We went to the gym. We kicked a soccer ball around on a turf field for an hour. And I mean, lots of joking. We we went and got burritos one night and sushi another night. And we, we hiked to an epic swimming hole yesterday and swam around. Amazing. And overlapping with that just amazing conversations everywhere we went and most importantly i i we had a plan but i wasn't watching the clock yeah you know what i mean that was probably the biggest part you said something to me when i off the mic because we didn't know we were going to do this 
asked mm-hmm. you like, Hey, what are, what are some of the, the insights that are fresh oh, right yeah. now? And you took a moment, you paused, you took a jetty breath, which is 10 times longer than most people. Cause that's where you get the <laughs> wisdom from. And in the jetty, in the jetty breath, you literally came back with like hitters <laughs> of ideas. Now, no pressure. I don't need mm-hmm. the exact ones, but the first one that I recall you saying, it leveled me because it was something to the effect of you realize that you're not as far away from the man you once were as you thought you were. I didn't say that as tight as you did, but can yeah. you expand on that and maybe say it again? Yeah, it was something to that effect. Like I'm I'm not as far away from the man I once knew myself to be. And there it is. And that it was just uh, a couple of moves away. You know, it was a little space for my family. In a, in a good and conscious way, it was a releasing of certain responsibilities that I normally hold on to, and a surrender to things that, and an openness to do things that I that I love again. I had a whole bunch of reasons why I don't go out and hike to the watering hole on the weekends because there's so much to do, yeah. and really just surrendering to that idea and finding out that as soon as the conditions are met, that that version of me comes back out again. And honestly, I, I've mourned that guy. I, I, it's, mm. I think it's the part of us as fathers when we, when we really show up as providers and partners and fathers that we feel like we have to relinquish that old part of ourself. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes we do. You know, sometimes our families do need us to show up for them, but that it doesn't actually take that long to get back there. Mm. That, that was the biggest thing. My family left within 12 hours. I was doing work at a coffee shop, feeling like a kid again. And that was huge that it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't have to be some huge, massive, colossal effort. And I think that's often what drives men to run away from their families, run away mm. from responsibilities, thinking that I'm so far from that man. I need to find him again. He's just, he's there. He's right there. Just yeah. got a, a couple of the couple tweaks of the dial. Right. You're making me think of all these experiences that I've had in doses. One of them probably six, eight months ago, while the world was pretty shut down, buddy of mine, he and I met up. And we went longboarding under a bridge. Mm. And it was just like this little slope, new pavement. So it's pretty awesome to go longboarding. Mm-hmm. And he and I have been best friends for almost 15 years. And we realized, hey, you and I have never skateboarded together. Now we're not huge <laughs> skateboard guys, but I have one. He has one. We use them to get around. But it was this aha moment of, this is an activity you and I have never actually experienced in combination. Mm. And this is so cool because mm. it was like a thing I did when I was 10, but right. he and I were there mid thirties, just resurrecting this previous pastime, but for the first time with one another. So for you and Rowan, these past four days, even for yourself, it's cool to hear that there was almost these uh, like rekindlings of, Oh, I remember this guy or Hey, this is available to me way more than I realized. So mm-hmm. what did you do with the thoughts when they inherently came up about work and family? Because if you're not seeing us on video right now, I'm making this gesture where it's like as if the water line is rising from my chin up to the top of my head. And usually day to day, it's like family and work. It, it rises up and it's up there most of the mm-hmm. day, if not mm-hmm. all day. So what did you do with the family and the work thoughts that probably came up? Well, well, here's another hitter is I often feel overwhelmed and entrenched in 
my work tasks and my family tasks to the point mm. where I'm, my nose is like, if you see, you guys can't see my, but, but it's like the water line is just <laughs> below my nose. You know, those movies where the water's filling up in the room and they get to that point where they're right. <laughs> tilting their head back and trying to get the last <laughs> bit of fresh air. Right. That's often how I feel. Mm. And it's not that when my family was gone, I didn't work at all. Cause you know, I still, there were still things I needed to get done, but yeah. I was working from a completely different place, a completely mm-hmm. different context. It was fun again. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I was, like I said, I was at a coffee shop. I probably got more work done in three hours at the coffee shop than I normally do in a week because it was just so easy. There was yeah. no resistance. I knew that when I left the coffee shop, I could not just take my time, but not feel the urgency of getting back home so that I don't miss the handoff with the kids. And something that was really revealing is, in fact, when I left the coffee shop and I was driving home, I called my family. And instantly, as soon as I could feel the, the tension that my wife had around the kids, they all wanted to talk to me at once. And the, the volume just <laughs> goes through the roof all of a sudden. And it's like, yeah. ah, and I could, I could feel it. I was like, whoa, it's coming. It's washing back over me. So I checked in with my family, but I did it very deliberately. And when I felt like I, I told my wife, I said, Hey, I'm starting to feel myself get drawn into this. I'm just going to, let's just end the conversation here. I'll check in later, but I'm going to step back out. And that allowed me to maintain that equilibrium, but it was also informative to let me know how close to that edge I am. And that I'm often just sunk in it. Profound stuff here, Jetty. Profound stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now, we'll shift gears a bit in case you do end up sharing this with some of the guys in your communities and stuff, because there's some gold in here. Mm-hmm. But you saying, okay, I'm going to step out again. Some guys might hear that and be like, whoa, how do you have that arrangement where it's like, hmm, yeah, sounds like there's a lot going on right there. I was going to step back out. I'm going to go be with Jetty. So I imagine that's not the 24 seven approach between you and your lovely wife, but Mm. you've probably built to a place or come up with some kind of agreements, rituals, understandings. So how can a couple kind of like dip their toe into this? Cause sometimes it's like, what you want time, what I want time. Hello. We got a (laughs) lot of stuff on the plate. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point, dude. And a little bit more backstory just a month ago, I took care of the kids for five days while my wife flew out to Austin and spent time with her best friend and did all the things that she loves doing with her best friend. And this is obviously before I had my four day vacation. Yeah. And so I knew that, that she needed that because she was overwhelmed and just kind of overtaxed. And in the time where she was gone, when we would call, she, it would be very quick, like, okay, just check it in. Okay. I got to go. We're, we're heading somewhere. Yeah. And there was a part of me that's like, you don't want to talk to your family. Mm. And at the same time I said, but I also kind of get it. Like, I'm yeah. sure that like, she doesn't want to be pulled back into this world right now. So I think that was a huge part of how we achieved it is she, mm. she got to experience it first and was like, whoa, this is really huge. Oh my God. Jenny never had, in fact, coming back from that vacation was when she said, we really need to make this happen. This is, it's not an option. We need to make some time for you. Yeah. So I think it's, it's just being on the same team and recognizing that we're still in this together. And oftentimes we, we've caught ourselves before many times competing for time as a resource. Yeah. We both have had businesses. We both have had things to tend to outside of family obligations. And there was a time where we were on opposite sides of the field and we actually gave ourselves this, uh, like, a. A Q word. I don't know if there's like a Q word or like a word that we like a signal word where if one of us recognized that we were doing that, we'd say, okay, we got to huddle up. We mm. said, we got to huddle up so we can get back on the same side of the field. 
and figure out, you know, cause the adversity's out there. It's not, we don't have to have that in here. It's, it's already mm. out there. So how can we get back on the same team? So, and that's been many years in the making, much more than I could just speak about briefly here, but yeah. being in partnership and genuinely caring about the person that you're with. This is incredible, man. I know it's, <laughs> it's a flyby, but I wanted to capture it because I feel like this is a gift. I mm-hmm. had a run in with you while you're basically your hair is still wet from the four <laughs> days of just being in the pool of self. So mm. that's sweet. I know we have not many minutes left before you have to hop. So how do you want to wrap this conversation? Cause it's yours, man. Wow. Well, I'm trying to think of the other, there's a few other profound wisdoms that I took away from this time. There was also a lot of emotional processing that happened mm-hmm. when given the space to that was like the real good emotional. One of the things that happened to me in the last four months is a, a very close brother of mine passed away tragically and unexpectedly. Mm. And life continued to happen. You know, we, we mourned him and we memorialized his life in a really beautiful way as a whole community, literally a, over a hundred people here on the property to do that. However, there's so many layers to grieving that, that don't come through immediately. And so there was a, there were some beautiful moments of just feeling into that and not having that feeling like that. Cause it, it, sometimes that doesn't just pop up and come through. It's a buildup to it. In fact, it built up from the morning of Saturday. We were doing capoeira down at the beach with my buddies. I forgot to mention that one. Mm-hmm. And it kept building underneath everything I was doing. And it finally peaked through the surface at around 3.30 in the afternoon while I was on a call with some of the men in our community. And usually on a Saturday, if that started to rise and ascend, it would be interrupted by a a child with a need, probably 100 or 150 times in that span. It's like... um, it's like when you're trying to pee and then someone starts talking to you and you're, and then you're like, Oh, you kind of get interrupted because you tense up. <laughs> right. So, so there was some, there's some really beautiful things that had to come through. And because I had the space to do that, because I was leaning into so many things, I was at the coffee shop, just listening to music, uh, listening to hip hop instrumentals and writing songs and poems again. And the combination of all these things created a concoction that stirred up that emotion, allowed it to be released. And, and since then I've felt literally lighter. I actually feel lighter on my feet, lighter mm-hmm. in my chest, lighter in my body. So I think the big takeaway, because I know this is a lot about fatherhood, is recognizing how much we're actually holding on to. I think it's a requirement. It's a requirement to have space and time to allow those things to circle up. Because those yeah. are also the things that oftentimes lead me to being impatient with my family and being at like on the hair hair trigger with my family that I don't want to be. I don't want to be that father. I don't want to be that kind of partner. Jetty, you're further along the path of fatherhood than I, and you always will be because that's just how the math works. <laughs> but dude, I have benefited immensely from just getting to be in this Insta debrief mm-hmm. post the self time that you just got to experience. And I imagine the first of, of many more not for work, not for family, but for Jetty, which inherently has a gigantic positive benefit and ripple effect on family, on work and beyond. So mm-hmm. I feel like I could talk about this for 76 hours, but we only had 20 minutes. I want to honor that time. So this is where the formal conversation wraps today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say, man, thank you for your spontaneity and creativity 
to even see the possibility here, man. What a what a beautiful insight, and uh, and I, I I'm looking forward to how however this may ripple in helping helping our communities, helping other dads out there see what what we discovered here today. Here, here. All right, fam, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a fun one. Make sure you go to risingman.org to check out all the links and resources we have available for how to get more involved in the Rising Man movement. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to us and check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man movement. Big ups to everybody out there supporting the Rising Man movement, flying the banner proudly, supporting the message and driving the mission forward. Thank you for your help always. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.